Your voice is your superpower and we all have one. You don't need permission to speak. You don't need to have a subscription. You don't need to be certified or have that special thing. This is something you already have since you were born. And if you think of your voice in general, you've been using that voice when you meet new people, when you introduce yourself, or when you like things, and when you don't even like things, and you're trying to say, oh, that is right, that is wrong in your mind, and you also reassure your friends and ask for things. You've been using it all your life, but now for some reason, we hold the opinion of others into a higher level and then slowly lose our voice. We think people need to validate us and come out with this microphone to night us like you may now use your voice. When in fact, you decide when, where, how you use it. So let's find those five key steps to turn your voice into your superpower to grow your business and confidence. Hey, I'm Veronica DiPolo. If you're an ambitious entrepreneur who wants to work smarter and not worry about steady income or better yet, make money every month, I feel you. A few years ago, I went from overworked corporate girl organizing events to building an online business from home. I am an ex-flamenco dancer, red wine lover, branding consultant, and marketing strategies. After many failed attempts and many lessons learned, I've created the Branding Momentum Podcast to give you actionable step-by-step -step strategies to help you build your brand. I'll show you how to create a community, give your clients what they want, promote your business, and use your know-how effectively. If you want to achieve the freedom of having your own successful business, then this is the podcast for you. Let's get started. So on episode number zero, uh, my first ever episode, I shared that I hated my voice, which led me to take vocal coaching lessons. Oddly enough, I went the YouTube route, but Shortly, I realized that I really wanted to do podcasting. Yeah, I know. It's weird about the whole thing about the YouTube and <laughs> maybe I I'll return one day. But for now, I love my podcasting. But months before I was doing the podcasting, it was, I think it was like a year before, I, I took a writing course because I had a blog at that moment. So I really wanted to improve my writing skills, but also, you know, I wanted to also learn how to uh, modify the content in my website and, and all the, you know, all those sort of projects that I had at that moment, you know, I was trying to probably be a little bit of a control freak and learn and do things and be sure, you know, that I was making the right decision, when to do it, because I didn't want to fail while I was doing that. So I was procrastinating maybe, and maybe not. I was, I was procrastinating for sure. But my question to you is, does that sound familiar? Because I bet it is. Because at some point in my life, I got very shy. and got very introverted. And actually... Believe it or not, I am. 
the truth is that when you get into and you enter that rabbit hole of thoughts, you lose your confidence in, in your voice. And it's like in, in that messaging that you want to, you know, you compare yourself to those people that are, you know, those go-getters and they take risk and they, they speak their mind. And, and if you're anything like me, I used to shut up and zone out. And, and when people were discussing things like, politics and religion. I guess my brain was too immature for those kind of subjects. But still, until this day, I only share my religion or my political views to the people that I know won't overreact or I won't feel like, you know, they're attacking me. Because one of the things that I hate the most is to have a confrontation, plain and simple. And every time would any of these subjects would come up during a family dinner or, oh my God, my mother would, you know, get there and, you know, get that discussion going. And anyways, so let's go back now to step number one, which is to recognize you have a voice. So like I said before, it took me years to understand my position on things and not go with the flow when others You know, we're talking about politics and I know you must be thinking, how do I know if I have a voice? Well, it's very easy. Do you have a brain? Does sound come out when you talk? Do you have a pulse? So are you alive right now? Are you alive? Do you respond when people talk to you? Well, you know that you have a voice because you do all those things. If you have a topic that you get excited to talk about and you get all intense and people need to tell you, oh, come on, stop it. You're talking so much about that. That's enough. Then you know you have voice and opinions. And in your business, it's the same thing. Your brand message needs to express your core values. Why do you do what you do? Why do you care? Why, why you do it? And it's simply to sell. But if you focus more on connecting what, you, what your business is all about, your sales should be easier because you are, you know, you have that voice. People are learning what your business is all about, okay? So step number two, it's understanding the power of your voice. And this is something we, we actually sometimes struggle to understand what it means. If you understand that you can change someone's mind to buy your product or your services, then you know that you have the power to create movements, empower other people to create change, right? Because you have that ability in other people because they like what you're giving them. You don't have to be the most successful person to change someone's mind. You only need to know that when you use your voice intentionally, it can change your situation and your business. Let me give you a little bit of an example. If you have a special story to share, maybe by sharing your life experience, you change the life of another person and you can inspire them. Maybe you had an amazing body transformation and simply just by sharing your process and how it was for you, you inspire other people to make that leap. 
you without even knowing, maybe, you are already inspiring a change. You're already empowering that other person not to be afraid to do that. So consider that when you sometimes talk and you share your story, how that affects the other person listening. That goes the same way with your branding of your business. That is the way that you have to be communicating all the time to, you know, to get that voice out of you. Okay, so step number three is to identify your topic or your theme. And this is a biggie one. This is a biggie because I get asked so many times, but I don't know what to talk about when it comes to my marketing, or I don't know what to say on a podcast or on a video. I don't know what people want to hear. And the truth is that if you get caught up in thinking what people want to hear, and instead of trying to focus your attention on what you want to share, then you're not going to be in the mental space. I need to please. I need to say this so that people like me or that people think I'm such and such. You're stuck on them. You are stuck on what other people may think of you and you're stuck doing what people want and you're not focusing your attention on what you want to share, what you want to talk about and what you want. No one is saying that you need to have the most outrageous story that is so in that it needs to be like an action drama a movie story. No, I mean, I, I can't talk about what it is about running techniques because I can't run. <laughs> Simple as that. And I'm not passionate about running, okay? I can actually talk to you all day about marketing and branding because my marketing strategy system is a system that I've been perfecting over the years and it's getting amazing results because you get to understand what the overall strategy of your business is and not make it like into patches that, oh my God, yeah, well, I don't know what a strategy is or I don't know what a marketing thing is. And you know, you, you build those little patches that you are trying to fix at the moment. No, this is the overall sort of uh, marketing and strategy. And not only that, it, it's social media, it, it's not your marketing strategy, okay? So the point is that I can talk about my marketing strategy and branding all day long. <laughs> and as you can see, I got off track, but it is what it is. No discussion. I own my truth. No follow-up questions. Thank you. <laughs> the thing is that if you want to find that topic without feeling that you're going to be judged, you really need to identify exactly who that person is in your head and mute them. Literally, you got to find who that person is that is stopping you from talking and mute them in your brain. Maybe that person is your partner. Maybe that person is your parents. Maybe there is somebody in your past that you're still hearing that they might think something about you or your business. And maybe they have no bloody clue who you are right now and what you're doing today, but you're still carrying that excess baggage in your mind for so many years and in your head. I'm actually not afraid to say it, but my biggest nagger 
in my brain is my mother, but also a lot of people that I knew in my previous life that have touched or said something to me. And, and unfortunately, sometimes we keep them in our head. And this is not actually something that happened um, actually in summer. And, um, and there was this person that she had worked with me for so many years uh, before. And she said something like, oh, well, actually, I don't like what you're doing with your social media on Instagram because I feel that everything is you, 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 you. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, actually, that, that comment stayed with me until today. And it's hard to remove it because um, I've never wanted to be public. I've always loved being behind the scenes. So to hear that from somebody that I, that had a, a you know, good judgment, not politically, but she had a good judgment. <laughs> um, well then, yeah, that really triggered me. So I stopped posting on Instagram and that is something that I know that is my fault. That's the only place that I stopped. I'm everywhere else. I mean, I'm on LinkedIn, I'm on Pinterest, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Facebook uh, for sure, because I know my ideal client lives on Facebook and LinkedIn and Pinterest. So for me, my Instagram, it didn't bother me that much because I felt it was a little bit more of me personally being there. But still, I wanted to give you that simple example of what happened to me not very long ago. So step number four is know your audience. And you know that that special word that everybody's saying right now that is like niche, you need to niche down to blow up and all these sort of things. Well, really, you do want to, but really, I feel that you need to understand in order to find your audience, you need to Put them in um, in a way of like, okay, I want to speak to men and women, or I only want to speak to women, and maybe they're students, or maybe they're entrepreneurs. You, you got to find that person, because when you know that topic, you know you know that thing that drives you that you want to talk about, then your message is a lot more clear, because you are speaking directly to the soul and the mind of that one single person that you're thinking. So maybe you're thinking, yeah, but I mean, maybe I have more than one. Maybe you do have more than one, actually. And I actually, I have a worksheet that is called Know Your Ideal Client, where I share with you how to uncover who your ideal client is. So for those of you that do know who your ideal client is, I want you to think about it like this. Do you think your ideal client is the same client that you had in the beginning of the year? I don't think it is. I mean, with the, everything that has been happening with the pandemic, I really feel that you need to reevaluate who your ideal client is, especially now that we're going into 2021, okay? And I think it's very important that you are more strategic when you think, okay, who's my new client? Like, who is my real client right now? Maybe you had a client but I feel that we as entrepreneurs, we evolve, right? Not only do we evolve, but also our clients evolve. Our potential clients evolve. So if you are not the same person a year ago, I don't think your your ideal client is the same person either because you have changed, okay? And that is part of uncovering your voice as well because if you know 
exactly who they are, where they live, what they think, what they do, what they love, then your messaging is going to be a lot more stronger. Okay. So step number five is where do you see your voice going? And this last step gives you the clarity and your intention. Maybe you want to take it into a YouTube ride or you want to take them into a podcast episode, but you got to visualize it, right? I call this, where is your vehicle? What's your vehicle? Maybe it's your blog or maybe it's your podcast. Or like I said before, maybe it's your videos. Maybe you're doing Facebook lives all the time. But I also want you to think about it in your day-to-day life as well, in your community, using your voice to help, like, I don't know, shelters, your voice in your kids' school and the activities that they do in, in, in the school. Where do you want to serve with the biggest impact? And if you have a list of things, you feel that you're not qualified to speak your truth and let out that's your superpower, like those, you know, mental barriers that you put in your brain, like, oh, I'm too shy. I don't know what to say. I have a quiet voice. I have an accent. People won't understand me when I talk. I have body issues and I don't want to be in front of a camera. I'm not ready yet. Or if it was like, oh, I don't know, there was this time that I spoke and then I froze and I forgot all the words, what I had to say, and, and it was blank. I want you to think about it like this. Make a list of all the wonderful things that could happen to you if you were more vocal in your brand messaging. Video and audio are two powerful tools. And don't be afraid to speak up if you have something to share. Don't overthink it. That's the thing. Go off script. Don't overthink it. You don't need to control everything, you know? Wing it. <laughs> really wing it why not but if you feel that you need to like step up because people know you and you know that you can impact and change the life of other people then the more you speak up the less scarier and if you do it again you feel less scared and if you gain a little bit more confidence then you're going to be feeling less scared i was so scared when i started this i swear so scared. I thought everybody was going to judge my voice. And here I am after 26 episodes and I'm still running. <laughs> so going back to your business and your branding and your messaging, right? It needs to be even more strategic. Your website message needs to be clear. No confusion. Your emails need to be like smooth conversation, you know, your content, whatever you vehicle that you want to do, it should be clear. It should be easy to understand. Your social media posts should be direct and to the point. Well, my dears, I really hope this episode helps you and motivates you to find your voice and also build that brand messaging. Everybody is waiting for you to reveal. They don't know it. And if you don't share it, they can't find you. They can't trust you. They can't like you. You don't have to do everything at the same time. Start with one thing you're most passionate about and run with that and see. And if you can, do let me know how it went because I love to know how you are moving forward in your business and how you're doing it 
Okay, my Momentum Tribe. I'll see you here, same time, same place next week. Bye-bye.